Welcome back to The Author Biz. I'm your host, Stephen Campbell, and this is a Between the Episodes edition. Well, that's what I'm calling it anyway. I'm not sure about the name of these little short episodes that we have between episodes. My wife is suggesting Author Biz Briefs. Um, I'd also thought of Author Biz Shorts. I'm just not entirely sure. Uh, You know, Between the Episodes edition, Author Biz Shorts, Author Biz Briefs. If you have thoughts on what I should call these things, uh, send me a message on Twitter. I'm at Steve Campbell FL. I'd love to hear from you. In fact, you may have a much better idea than what I've had so far for these. These shows, whatever we wind up calling them, are focused on items that capture my attention during the course of the week. Uh, Earlier this week, I was listening to the Creative Pen podcast, and there was a spot. It was actually a sponsorship spot by Kobo, and they were promoting a program they have called eRead Local. And that's something that appeals to me, the idea of independent bookstores being able to sell digital books and earning some money for that. So I reached out to Christine Monroe at Kobo, and we recorded this episode on Wednesday. So the focus of the episode is the eRead Local program. We spend a little bit of time talking about the value of authors considering widening a distribution platform. There are a lot of our listeners and a lot of our guests who are Amazon-only authors. Uh, That may be short-term thinking. Everyone's situation is different. But I, I wanted to present an option here and some reasons to consider going a little bit wider with your distribution platform. So we chat about that as well. Uh, This goes about, I don't know, somewhere less than 20 minutes, so it won't take much time to listen to. And we'll be back again on Monday with a full-length edition of The Author Biz. Okay, Christine Monroe, welcome to this Between the Episodes version of The Author Biz. Thanks so much for having me, Steve. It's great to be here. As a quick introduction, Christine is the U.S. manager for Kobo Writing Life, which essentially means that she helps authors, agents, and small publishers to publish and promote their eBooks through Kobo's self-publishing platform, Kobo Writing Life. Do I have that right? Exactly right. Yes. Okay. Um, as a little bit of background, I was listening to uh, an episode of the Creative Pen last week while I was out walking, and I heard a a Kobo spot where you mentioned this program called eRead Local. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's something that I'm really interested in, this idea of independent bookstores being able to sell digital books and make some money doing it. There have been people in the past that have tried to make this work. You guys are trying hard to make this work. And this new program is ongoing now. I think it's a 100-day program. So can you sort of explain to listeners what the program is, what the goals of the program are, and then we'll get into how authors might be able to use this to promote their own work through local bookstores. Absolutely. So eRead Local is a 100-day incentive program. So Kobo is offering $5 to new customers and $5 to bookstores for every new customer that signs up to have a Kobo account that is affiliated with a local bookstore. Um, and how it works is you just go to kobo.com slash eReadLocal. There's a little spot you can enter in your zip code, and it'll find all of the independent bookstores located near you. Uh, you choose one, and you sign up for a Kobo account, and then you are set up. And going forward after that point, every purchase you make through kobo.com a percentage of that will go right back to the bookstore. So basically, 
it's like you're an indie bookstore customer, but you're just shopping through Kobo. The way you describe it, it sounds incredibly easy because everyone, (laughs) everyone wants to support indie bookstores. We, where I live, I live in Naples, Florida. The nearest indie bookstore is like 25 miles from here. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit of a chore to go there. And I do go there from time to time, but it's a bit of a chore. It's much easier to just be able to sign up online like you described and then say, hey, if I want to buy a digital copy of a book, I can do it. And this local independent bookstore gets some credit for it. And initially, um, I get a $5 credit and the bookstore gets a $5 credit, uh, which is, it's pretty cool. Exactly. No, we really wanted to make it an exciting incentive for both bookstores to get excited about it and customers. Um, and it's been really exciting. Yeah. And authors are really excited about it because especially for independent authors, it's kind of hard to drive fans towards indie bookstores, especially if you only have eBooks, if you don't have print books on the shelves, how can you support that relationship? Right. Mm -hmm. So this is a really easy way say, you know, $5 off any of my books. If you just sign up for this program. Um, I think it also really helps customers like me who buy a mix of print and eBook. Um, it makes it really easy to support your indie bookstore no matter how you're buying books. And and one thing that every author who's ever done a book signing has experienced is talking to customers who say, oh, well, I only buy digital. And if you're at an indie bookstore... All you can do is kind of shrug and say, well, yeah, I mean, you can you, go go do it. But the bookstore who is hosting the event gets nothing from it. So this, mm-hmm. again, is a way to sort of partner with the bookstore where you're, you're both receiving some benefit. Even if you're sitting there with your printed books, I mean, we all know that the, you know, the printed book might be $13, the digital book might be $5. Right. And... and the difference in cost for some people is so great that they don't want to buy the the paper book. They want to buy the digital book. Exactly. But it's it's just, uh, the whole idea of this is so appealing to me. I I don't understand why this hasn't happened before. I know this is something that the the e-read local program is new, this whole, the $5 thing, but you guys have been working with store or with independent bookstores prior to that, right? Correct. Yeah. So e-read local is this $10 basically offer, you know, five for the customer, five for the store is August 22nd through November 29th. So we're wrapping up right after small business Saturday, because that's such a huge deal in the States. Um, but we have partnered with the ABA since 2012. So this has been an ongoing partnership. We work really closely with the American booksellers association as a whole and with independent bookstores, individually because they are all so individual and unique, just trying to fill all of their needs for how they're, you know, trying to bridge that gap. Because I think you're exactly right in saying people shop through eBooks for a variety of reasons. A few that also come to mind are a lot of authors are doing, for example, prequels and sequels and like big name authors like Stephen King or mm-hmm. Joe Piku. Um, so for the fans who want to have everything, you know, we want to offer that ebook side of it to help bookstores. And also, let's say like you're traveling and you bring your e-reader with you and you want to buy another book, you can't really get back to your local bookstore to buy it. <laughs> so we're that 24-hour online store to offer virtual stock for any bookstore of any book. I read an article in Digital Book World that was 
earlier this year. I, I think it was when you guys announced this. The article points out that once the bookseller gets set up with this, it's not hard to do. It generates incremental revenue for them, and that allows them to support customers who want to read digitally. And it seems to me like in, unless you just have a philosophical problem with digital reading, that it, it's something that most indie bookstores would want to do. They'd want to partner with someone to do this. And you guys are the only game in town right now. Right, exactly. I mean, it's something that we're really proud to offer, and we're in a really unique position to do it because as a retailer, we only offer ebooks. So we're not competing for physical bookstore space. We're not competing to sell print books. We're just really offering that ebook virtual catalog. So I think the Kobo ABA partnership is a really great fit, and we're really excited to be able to offer this new program to help support it and just give a nice little brand push for this partnership and hoping to get a a couple more people signed up. And if I am an indie author and I'm doing an event at uh, an independent bookstore, uh, it, it, it is fairly easy for me to explain to a reader how they can go to this website, sign up, become associated with this independent bookstore, and buy a digital copy of my book there if, they, if they're exactly. unable to buy a, a, a physical copy, and everybody wins, which is mm-hmm. – I, I, exactly. I love this idea. I really do, and I yeah. hope it catches on. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's something I personally have worked really hard on and I'm really proud of. And um, yeah, it's just kobo.com slash eReadLocal. So that's the one website you need to know. And the important thing is to make sure they're affiliated first with the bookstore and then buy the book after. You know, anyone can come to kobo.com and buy your ebooks, but we want to make sure that the indie bookstores are benefiting from those sales. Okay, and I will link to that in the show notes. Now, a couple weeks ago, uh, I had had a, a fairly high-profile indie author on the show, Cheryl Bradshaw, mm-hmm. and we talked about the idea of not just having all of your books in one store, and we all know who that one store is, <laughs> um, the idea of spreading out your books. And I asked her, you know, where do you see, where are you seeing the most success other than Amazon? And I I wasn't sure what to expect, but she she said some really glowing things about the work that she'd done with you guys and uh, some innovative programs that you'd put in place and, and some ideas of having some specific uh, Kobo-only packages for her books that were available in the store, and that had driven quite a bit of business to her. And, and she... It, it's something that I don't normally hear on the show. You know, most people say, oh, I'm just with Amazon or, well, I don't care where you buy the books. This was, you know, a glowing endorsement of of Kobo. And, of course, the idea of not having all your eggs in one basket, so to speak, makes sense. Can you sort of speak to that? Sure. Yeah, Steve, you're talking about all my passion projects here. (laughs) (laughs) But wide distribution, I think, just makes smart business sense. And Cheryl is a wonderful author, by the way. She's a great friend of ours here. So I'm honored that she was speaking highly of us as well. Um, But 
I like to think of distribution as kind of like a stock portfolio, right? Where you just don't want to have all of your assets in one place. It makes more sense to have a nice diverse portfolio because then you can kind of ride the market and its ups and downs and whatever changes are happening at each company. At the end of the day, if you do that, I think you're going to be really well prepared to succeed in the long run. I think programs that, you know, really support exclusivity are short run kind of success stories in my mind. And the royalty rates will not always stay the same. We saw them change earlier this year. There was that whole big kerfuffle. (laughs) I love that word. Um, Yeah, it's a great word. (laughs) We're all word lovers at the end of the day, right? Right. Um, But yeah, so for example, with Kobo specifically, um, we have a daily deal on our main page that we get for authors, whether they're self-published or traditionally. Um, We have banners that promote our best up-and-coming authors. We have email support that goes out um, to our full Kobo base, which is millions of customers worldwide. Um, We have this ABA program. We distribute to more countries globally than all of the other retailers put together. You know, and I'm sure every retailer could kind of give you a list very similar to this where there are just all of these opportunities in other places. And if you're not there, you're not going to have the opportunity to take advantage of them. Um, and the other thing that I find really important is like when I hear Cheryl Bradshaw's name, I smile because she's a really easy author to work with. And it is all about relationships and networking at the end of the day. And the authors who show loyalty to all retailers are going to see the benefits of that in the long run. And I think that's really important for authors to keep in mind as well. Now, you said a few things there. I'm, I'm old enough to remember a time back around 1999. You, you weren't even born now. I've, I've met you, and I know you weren't even born at that time. <laughs> but at, at that time, I was in the technology business, and everybody wanted to own technology stocks and nothing but technology stocks because they were going up seemingly 10% a day. And then things changed. And, it, you know, it, it went from way, way, way up here to way, way, way down there. And it took literally until earlier this year to get back to where we were when it started. So the, the whole stock portfolio analogy resonates with me. Uh, another yeah. thing, another analogy I would draw is, is the idea of an author having her own website as her home on the internet as opposed to Facebook or Instagram or some social media platform that's owned by someone else because things change constantly. And mm. if enough things change, then suddenly you're in a world of hurt. And it takes a while to establish a following on anything, whether it's a new social media platform or a new digital bookseller. So if you're there ahead of time and you have readers and and you have established a relationship with the people inside the company, uh, you're that much further ahead when the time comes. I've read things where people say, well, you know, I can just change. If Amazon changes something, I can just change then. Right. And, And Yes, you can do that, but then you're starting cold. You have nothing. You have no following, and it's that much more difficult for you. So it makes perfect sense to me to allocate your opportunities across as many platforms as possible, and there aren't that many right now. So to to be missing any of them doesn't make a lot of sense to me. 
I think that you've said it exactly right. Um, and I, I can imagine a, a moment where, let's say, Amazon decides to lower their royalty rates and there'd be this huge influx of new authors. None of them have the traction. You know, it does take quite a while to gain some traction on every site and to meet us. And I think the authors who are already in there and succeeding and getting a really a proven trails track, sales track, excuse me, with mm-hmm. us are going to be the ones who reap the benefits in the long term. Well put. <laughs> so, Christine Monroe, thank you so much for your time today. I've enjoyed the education on the eRead Local program, and it was fun to chat about Kobo and, and why people should consider being in as many digital distribution programs as humanly possible. So again, thanks so much for being here. I will link up to everything we mentioned in the show notes. You also have a podcast, so give yourself a quick commercial. Thank you. Um, So we have a blog, KoboWritingLife.com, and there you'll find all the details for our podcast, which is every other week. Um, I host about 50% of the episodes, and Mm -hmm. Mark Lefebvre, who's our director, hosts the others. It's a great mix of authors, service providers, um, merchandisers. It's really like our community of authors trying to help support them in being as professional and trying to succeed as best as possible. Um, and if anyone has questions about Kobo or Kobo Writing Life, they can email us anytime at writinglifeatkobo.com. And you can sign up uh, to be a Kobo author at kobo.com slash writinglife. Exactly. All Thank right. You. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> <laughs>